0: All right, we're live, Tapping Birdie, Charles Swab Challenge, joined by a very special last-minute guest, but it doesn't matter because he's great, Chris Ebom, the creator of Rise and Fire Bets, great guy on Twitter. Uh, I'm excited to have you tonight. How you
1: doing? I'm doing great, man. When I get the call for TIB, man, I just drop everything. I tell the wife and kids, I'm like, hey, i am be on TIB tonight. So that's <laughs> what I'm doing. Hold everything else. All right, put the kids to bed. Let's do this thing. There are more pressing issues
0: at hand. You know, Tappin' Birdie, Brian Kirshner does a golf podcast every week. Like, everyone knows about it. It's like a crazy podcast. Like, when, when you get the call, you know, sometimes you just have to drop some things and hop on.
1: Absolutely, man. I got on that bus from AAA, man. I'm, like, ready to go. I'm ready to do this thing, man. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I mean, it, it should be a good week. You know, we have a, a major to recap, so that's always fun. And, you know, the field's pretty good this week, so I, I'm
1: pretty happy about it. I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, I feel like it's an RBC heritage on steroids over here, yeah. so I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, I, I feel
0: like there's a little less juice around this event than some, I, I don't know, it just feels like after a major, there's like a letdown and like content and excitement. And mm-hmm. it's just, I, I don't know, Like like after the Masters, the season's still fresh, but I feel like for this event, like, I don't know, maybe the excitement's a little bit lower for
1: it. Well, you know, like you and me, we're always enthralled into the, you know, PGA world. We can't get enough. We're junkies about it. But, you know, the hangover is real on major season. You know, like you get that hangover, you just want to relax, throw like a nice little ice pack on your head, you know, take it easy. Take your eye. What was that IV thing you do? What what is Liquid IV. You want to just take a
0: liquid IV, get some food in you, take two Advil. Uh I, you know, just try and nurse this uh, major hangover. But unfortunately, we're, we're keeping the bender going.
1: We're having some drinks. Absolutely. I'm having a little Landshark, a little Island Lager. We're, I'm changing it up a little bit. A little curveball for your show. I, I respect a Landshark call. You know, it's a good,
0: light beer, flavorful. Yeah, easy like, going, guy. You, you get it with the lime. Like, it, it's a good beer. I like it.
1: Yeah, it's a nice easygoing guy. You know, it's like I'm a big IPA guy, but I like my like little slow pitch change up, you know, like yeah. keep things easy. Go- like, I like the hard hitters. I like, you know, I'm a, I'm a man of, you know, many crafts. So yeah, that's cool. You know, can't it. just have
0: one thing, you know. Yeah, I was a guy. Not. I'm a Modelo guy as like the kind of summers mm-hmm. turning around. You know, you, you got to change it up with the seasons.
1: Absolutely, man. I mean, hey, we're not gonna do the same thing every time and that gets stale. So that's what we're all about. Absolutely. So as always, you know, we're presented by Bettsburg's
0: golf. They just did the page giveaway. I wish, you know, I want it. It's okay. We're going to hang out some other time. It's all good. And you know, while I might not give you winners every single week, Ryan Noonan had Willie Z had JT, no sweat playoff, join the discord, sign up. It's a great community to be a part of. And there's a lot of great resources. So if you watch on YouTube, like, and subscribe as always, and, You know, we talk about the playoff a little bit. We talk about the PGA championship. It's tough. You know, it's Mm -hmm. tough when you have a guy lose in a playoff, when you have a big Mm -hmm. ticket on him and you really want him to win and you really don't want JT to win and (laughs) he just rips your heart out. It's tough. And, you know, that's – you know, golf betting is so amazing because you could be in a position to hit a 40-to-1 winner – or you could be in a position and you have a heartbreaking loss, and you know unless you hedge or have an each way, you get nothing. So you know that's kind of uh, how I'm feeling about the the PGA Championship. I, I'm a little upset and distraught.
1: All right, so how I feel personally, Willie Z, I bet him a lot. <laughs> I didn't bet him this week, so I was more than happy to see him lose. I'm not going to lie for myself my personal reason is i want to be part of the first win i think he was going to get it this week and then jt hitting into that rough i was like oh man Z is really gonna do this and then he lays up on top of that i was like oh my gosh why is he laying up but then Willie z has like a really far eagle putt it is what it is but hey when it comes to golf betting honestly it's the best and yeah. i know you preach it every week with your crowd and everything like that i do it all the time Hey, you can lay six and a half at the Giants lane minus 110, but you can have a Willie Z ticket for 40 to one. And that ride goes on all week. And hey, if you don't win, it's a hell of a run regardless.
0: Yeah. You know, we cash the each way on it. I, you know, have to have the each way on a Willie Z bet. So we cash (laughs) the each way on it. And then, you know, I kind of got into a little discussion on Twitter yesterday and Kind of like a, a hot topic or whatever. Okay. Like in terms of hedging and things, and I know a lot of people had Mito tickets were, uh, which was unbelievable call. If you bet Mito over hundred to one, I like that was an amazing play and it was an amazing call and it didn't pan out that way, but it was still an amazing bet and it was something that I never would have done. And it just shows again how you can have these unbelievable bets. So this guy Rufus Peabody, he's a professional gambler. He's a multi-millionaire. He had five hundred bucks on Mito with three hundred to one to win hundred k goes on this whole thing and people are like, Oh yeah. Like, no, I'm like, if you have a guy in a playoff or a match play, you have a guy in match play, or you have a guy where it's two guys and there's five strokes between the next guy and you have a big ticket on it and you want to hedge. There's nothing wrong with that. It like talking about long-term EV and profitable. It's like, People can't relate to that because we're recreational betters. We're not professional gamblers. And you only get so many shots to have a guy in a playoff or have a guy in a two man race. And I don't love, I like, I only recommend hedging if it's literally a two man race or they're in a playoff because a lot of things can go wrong. I could have had my Willie Z ticket and, you know, around a few holes, like it was, it seemed like it was just going to be Willie Z or Meadow. And I could have said, okay, I have a ticket to win two grand on Willie Z. Let me throw a hundred grand on me. Let me throw a grand on Mito. That's not good hedging because anything can fucking happen. But if you're in a position to just lock in money, just take it don't listen to some professional gambler millionaire who says oh well like it ruins your long term like it's just bullshit it's it's just so i hedged because i literally didn't even think willie z was gonna beat jt (laughs) like i i was not confident in it he j willie z would have beat mito Fitz, and cam young in a playoff full stop the only player that he was not gonna lose to was jt and that's just unfortunately how the cookie crumbles sometimes
1: well you know i mean honestly i kind of disagree with you on the cam smith thing because i think he would have figured out the putter at some point which i was super frustrated about because he should have honestly won that tournament if he actually putted decently i had the crazy thing is so i put a thing on my poll on chrissy bomb and i was like hey i have a two to one boost you know who am i gonna put it on i put on cam smith i had a 70 to one ticket like (laughs) I, like, and that guy could not – he had the best approach numbers all week. Yeah. And the guys know for around the green play and putting, and we don't yeah. get that. Like, it's just – it blew my mind. But anyway, though, but with the whole hatching thing, like, okay, these guys are under K rolls. So let's, let's get real here. Like, We're trying to grow the game, as you say, right? So, like, people want to get into golf betting and they want to bet a couple bucks, have some skin in the game, have fun, and I think that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Like, we're not trying to like quit. I mean, don't get me wrong, it'd be great if I can pick winners every week and just quit my day job because I love PGA golf and I can just sweat PGA tour live ESPN plus, it'd be amazing because, like, I, I already do it kind of in the meantime, but not in big stakes. But hey. But if I had JT, I probably wouldn't ever have hedged. Yeah. I have Buddy Mitch <laughs> Flat on Twitter. He's like, I have JT. I wish I could hedge him in floor. I'm like, dude, don't, have, it, don't yeah. even worry about it. If you lose with JT, then so be it. Like, I don't feel like that's a big deal. But Willie Z for sure, I am hedging that immediately because like, I mean, he doesn't have a proven record of winning and you're going against J Two, who like was starting to figure out a putter. And if you watched yeah. him, like, oh my gosh, this guy's actually making putts from like beyond 10 feet. Like he never yeah. does that. So like, yeah, it was insane.
0: So something I want to like kind of bring up and it's just like it's like kind of just like annoying is like how much shit. Willie Z gets for his putting he was a better putter inside 10 feet than JT was yes it was by one putt but inside 10 feet he had a higher percentage of hold putts than JT did and all everyone wants to talk about is Willie Z's putting or that three putt or you know obviously he missed some shorties and if he didn't miss a single one of them he would have won the PGA but that's just not how it works every single person misses putts inside 10 feet And I just think that his putting stroke on some shorties that like literally usually go in Mm -hmm. exacerbates everything. And people want to forget the fact that he made a million bomb putts on Thursday, like these things even out like a little bit. And I really wanted Zalatoris to win because I at a certain point, I want to prove kind of the haters wrong. Like now it's just going to be more like he can't win a major. He sucks at putting where as if he made one more putt and he wins the PGA, like the conversation about him is completely different. And if JT doesn't make a 50 footer on Thursday or Friday, he's a one-time major champion. And the story is like, he, he shot a 74 on Saturday and shot himself out of the tournament. And now it's like, jt's this prolific winner like he's unbelievable <laughs> no. he has two major wins it's just funny how things can easily flip on a dime and it's just kind of how the game goes because their margins are so thin in pga in winning it's just you know things are going to happen like that
1: no i totally agree with you and you know if you want to talk about missed putts that you need to make all time jordan Spieth is known for missing, like, that three-foot puck constantly. Yes! I, I, saw, I saw one thing this week, uh, and he was sending up. He's doing his little waggle. He's having fun. And then he and then the ball rims around and then comes back to him almost at his exact same spot. And I was like – I'm like, I'd rather have him just miss that on Fridays because, like, if he's in contention – I think I was talking to somebody earlier on Twitter um, the week before. I'm like, oh, he already missed his two-footer, so we're good. We got that out of the way. So that's, like, the weekend and everything. But, I mean – Willie Z, he putted really well. I mean, all those close putts, he didn't have the yips as that you saw before where he does that little like hesitation little putt thing where he gets kind of nervous. I didn't see that honestly. He was pretty good. So it is what it is. I mean, he's still he's a great ball striker, right, Brian? I mean, he he's great off the tee. and the guy just sticks GIRs left and right. I mean, the guy is unbelievable. Uh he will win. I'm not concerned about him. What you know, it's the same thing, Sky Scheffler finally got his win went on a little roll, you know, it's like, once you get that win, you feel like, Hey, I can do it. And I think Willie Z is going to be that guy. Eventually. I'm going to make sure I'm going to get that first ticket now because I faded him at the PGA championship. So, uh, I, he's going to do it eventually.
0: Yeah. It, I, I like, he's going to do it eventually, but I just wish it was last week. So we don't have to, you know, <laughs> continue this conversation as to, you know, if he's gonna get it done eventually. And, the funny thing about it is just like he took up one point six million dollars, but like, do you think he cares? Like, gen- he literally just won one point five million dollars, but like, I'm sure he would rather have the PGA Championship or like win no dollars. Like, it's tough. Like, and I, he doesn't need the money or anything, but I guess winning one point six mil like kind of dampens the nice consolation
1: prize. Yeah. You know, you're good, but honestly, what I want to talk about with him anyway, I'm looking at like early projections for DFS right now. He's like nine under 10% owned right now, which I feel like still kind of outrageous. Like we're going to actually get, everyone thinks the hangover is going to be real with him. I don't think it's necessarily going to be real with him. I think he's a viable option in DFS. Uh, you're looking at him; He's 10,100. Everybody else is like at least 14, 17, 21%, like all around him. Like. I would love to pivot with him this week.
0: Yeah. You know, so, so let's get into it. Let's get into the Charles Schwab. Uh, It's at Colonial, one of the longest standing uh, events on tour, Um, kind of known as a shorter positional golf course, like a heritage or a Wyndham or a Sony open. There's been a lot of crossover with the Sony open. Uh, It's a short course, a lot of mid to short irons, only two par fives. Um, thick rough, you know, I I don't, I would, you know, there's been a lot of debate if it's club down course, you know, Jason Kokrak won last year. Um, so I'm not going to say it's a club down course. You could still hit driver. You could still kind of overpower it in a certain sense, but you know, we have a good field. We have a lot of viable options down the board. And at the end of the day, someone's going to win this tournament. So hopefully we could be, um, on them. So, You know, target DraftKings, talking betting, you know, $10,000 range, kind of top of the board. We have Hovland, Zalator, Spieth, Collin, JT, Scheffler. None of these guys are really catching my interest. There's no one here I want to bet outright. There's no one here I'm going to bet outright. And, you know, kind of in DraftKings, I thought maybe possibly that, you know, Morikawa might be a pivot off Jordan Smith because there's no doubt in my mind that he will be the highest zone golfer this week at 10, four, but I think Colin's going to be 20% because I think people don't want to play Scotty and JT.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's honestly my favorite guy in the 10 K range. I thought people will kind of pivot off of him. It's not looking that way for the most part. I'm looking at about 17% right now for Colin Morkow, but it's early right now. So things could shift for the most part. Uh, if I had to take a guy, I mean, you got to think about Calm Moore Cow. He he's not great around the green. He doesn't drive it far. Those are like the things you don't have to worry about this course. You know, you got to be accurate, and the iron plays got to be great. And we all know more Cow is nasty with the iron play. He's just a GIR machine. Um, you could say that about Victor Hovland as well. I mean, it kind of fits. It actually Hovland's a lot longer off the tee for the most part, but. I kind of like more Cal here. If I'm going to play somebody in that higher range, he is going to be that guy for the most part. I know guys are going to pivot off JT because of the, you know, the, the PGA championship and everything like that. But I, I like more Cal here. I, he didn't really even play that bad at the PGA. Yeah. He was pretty much positives in all stroke game categories for the most part. I think putting was his only downfall, but I'll ride that horse all day. Like yeah. if, if more cow can get on that putter. Like it, it games over.
0: I'm with you um, on power. He's definitely my favorite play at the top. He's definitely the only person I would even consider betting him. And I think eighteen to one is really a, a good number on him because at the end of the day, you know the ball striking is going to be there. He's just been putting horribly, but you know last year it happened a bunch, and you know he caught he caught a hot putter and he went out and won, and that hasn't happened. This year, And I think there's a good case to be made that, you know, things could change, but, you know, Spieth, I just, at 12 to 1, like, I just don't think it's, he's obviously unbelievable at Colonial, but I'm just not going to bet him at 12 to 1. And I just, I don't know if it's that obvious to just bet J, bet Spieth at this event every single year and, you know, hope for a winner. So I'm fine on Spieth. And again, the putting woes are a little bit concerning. JT. Like, just simply off the fact that he won last week, I have no doubt that, you know, he can't reel off a couple wins. But the week after, I'm just not sure if this is kind of his jam. And Scotty, I, I don't know what's <laughs> – like, he went on an unbelievable run. And it was un, it was certainly unprecedented for, you know, the past few years, the kind of run he went on. And I made the decision to not play him at the PGA, which I'm very happy about because he obviously missed the cut. So I'm fine missing him. And I'm just going to hope that he's just not going to be as hot as possible.
1: Yeah. So the the whole Scheffler thing, I'm kind of disappointed about because like I had him in the bag and he was playing well. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to play him in a bunch of one and dones. So I ended up obviously getting screwed on that. So that was really bad on my part, but back to Jordan Spieth though. So when he played at the Byron Nelson, he was positive in strokes putting finally, and then he got a second. He still didn't win that event. So I'm with you there. Like, I think he's going to play well, but I I'm not taking him out. Right. Because like, he's shown me already in Texas that like he, the putter has done well and he still hasn't been able to win. And he was all plus across the board on strokes gained. on top of that. And now this is a pretty tough like field for him for the most part. So I I don't know. I'm off of him. I like Morikawa at the top, and I, and I would even pivot down to Hovland. Those are like my one two right there. If you're going yeah, I, I think Hovland
0: could be a good play. I mean he he's kind of had an underwhelming season. I know he had that really great result um, at Bay Hill, but other than that, he hasn't had too many great finishes, too many great um, results. So I think he, he's gonna do a little bit and um you know a lot of people are talking about and you know the stats are out there that you know the top 10 in the leaderboard here last year lost strokes um around the green i mean jason kokorak is you know fundamentally a bad bunker player and he Mm -hmm. was able to win here so i think this is a place that you could just kind of dominate with your ball striking so that would definitely check the box of hovland and again you're getting a good number on colin and Victor, I think those are the two plays up top in terms of outright betting that you know I would go to, and that um I think are, are viable plays there. And you know we brought them up before, but Zalatoris, I I don't know. Like I I think you know you know we talk DraftKings, you know we talk you know ownership mm-hmm. strategies. Like I think it would be interesting, and I will do this, but I think starting a lineup, JT Zalatoris, Mito. Why the hell not? Like, why Why not? Pure ownership, pure no one else is going to play those three in a row. It's a pure just be unique, have some leverage on the field, and, you know, hope that they can carry over the the form that they rode last week. I don't think that that is a likely outcome that they are all in the top 20 again, but I just think from a pure DraftKings uh, perspective, I think that could be an interesting play.
1: I think it's like a public perceptive, you know, you're like the anti hangover kind of deal. You're just like, Hey, these guys have been playing well. And like, the good thing is with you, with you, with Will Zalatoris and Mito Pereira, they haven't won yet. So obviously they're still hungry to play. So they're going to try and get that first win. But with Victor Hovland in general, like he's like the guy of cool, like trophies, he's got the chameleon. He's got all these like kind of cool things is like this jacket part of that kind of gig. If it is, I might have to jump in with Will uh with Hovlin because he is only cool trophy Bermuda kind of trophy kind of dude. Am I right? I I could like sitting here right now, I cannot
0: picture Hovland in that plaid jacket. I yeah. think that is the, that's the opposite I, I have one of guy mind. in my head
1: though. I have one guy in my head. He's really random, but I think he could win it.
0: All right, we'll get we'll get to him down the board. Uh but Hoblin in that jacket, that does not seem like his vibe. It doesn't seem like a thing, right? And, like, if you want to go, you know, based on, you know, some like really strong trends and, you know, data, that is all you need to not bet Victor Hoblin because <laughs> he wouldn't look it in a plaid jacket. So, you know, that's why people come to TIB is for some bro- groundbreaking stats. Yeah. And that is that, you know, gut feel. I I just don't think Hoblin would look good in a plaid jacket. So I'm not going to play him or bet him.
1: No, I got a guy from Texas that I really like. I think he's going to look really good in that thing. And it's not Coke Rack. I think I got a guy that's been late firing at all wills with the iron play. And I I think this is his turn to win. He's not afraid to win. He's won before. He's a guy that I just. I know he's going to rise and fire like I'm not going to lie because I think he might this this actually here this is groundbreaking all right hear me out leader after first round and winner I think this guy can do it okay who is it Tom Hoagie Tom Hoagie okay that is that your first
0: outright play? Who who are you starting your outright betting?
1: Call? I'm sorry, Tom Hogan. You know what? Because I think he actually can win this thing. I think he plays really well to this kind of course. He's accurate off the tee. He's actually in all the buckets that you need him to be good with the iron play. The putter is always a question with him. But you know what? A lot, of, a lot of guys are questionable with the putter. If he can finally get hot with the putter here, he won at Pebble Beach, small greens. I think it kind of work, correlates to that. I think Tom Hoagie can win this event and he's not afraid of winning an event like, like when he won with Pebble beach. I mean, this is, I think this is a very suiting thing. I just, I was sleeping last night and I was thinking, I was like, and I saw Tom Hoagie wearing this jacket and I was like, you know what? I think, I think this might be real. I mean, don't get me wrong. I haven't been out right in a while. Don't get me wrong, but I think I I feel pretty good about it. And I might actually sprinkle the first round leader and then play him afterwards. You know, Tom Hoagie, I think he's
0: an interesting player this week. I think that, uh, he, he's he's pretty – I think he's halfway decent uh, popular this week. I think people will play him because, again, it's a shorter positional course. Hoagie's really good with his wedges. And, you know, I was kind of of the, the uh, mindset that he kind of fell off after um, his win at Pebble <laughs> because his results just were not – that good. I know he had that nice finish uh, the week after um, at Waste Management, but then he went miscut 32nd, 33rd, Mm -hmm. 39th miscut at RBC, which I think would be a good spot for him. But then he turns around and goes 17th at Byron, and then he goes 9th at the PGA Championship. You know, Mm -hmm. he gained 7.8 on approach game, 4.6 on these, you know, southern (laughs) bent grass greens. So I don't hate it. I just again we're talking about groundbreaking stats. I don't think Tom Hogie's gonna win twice in one year. Like, Fair enough. like yeah. that's kind of, and like that is my biggest concern with it is that I do not think he's going to win twice in three months after going his whole career without winning.
1: But he checks on oh, give me give me one second here. So did you think Kokrak was gonna win twice last year? You
0: know, valid, valid, valid take, but I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I can't say that. It is a very similar situation. It's kind it of kind of the same
1: scenario. History it's a trend a
0: situation bit. there with Tom Hoagie and Tokrak.
1: So but, we'll see. But hey, overall though, I think I think it's gonna be you're gonna be have to be good with the irons. I think that's the most important thing. Accuracy off the tee. It's been harped all week for the most part, but. I think those iron plays to be big, and Hoagie's been one of those guys. And I think you'd be, and his odds are kind of low. I'm not going to lie. He, what is he around the 50 to 1 range, or where, where's he at? I think you can get him definitely higher than that. You uh, think you get higher than that?
0: Let's see. Well, Let me. All right. I, I got I to check. look
1: on. Uh, wait, let me see. Yeah. Tom Hoagie,
0: you get him 70 to 1 on DraftKings. He's 6, oh, Okay. 6, 7, all, all right.
1: So, right. okay. That's a, all right. But I'm looking. All right. Well, I mean, I'm looking on this one thing. It says 55, eh, give or take, you know, it, it, it's yeah. around the. Around the ballpark. 50 bucks. You know, oh, no, could, oh, no, no. I apologize. That was first-round leader, which I also do like. Okay,
0: well. so Tom Hoagie, first-round leader, you're, you're
1: vibing with. Oh, 100%. He is on He's the card. He's on the card. And I'll tell you right now, because, like, I love bet 365, and they give me those top 20s. They decided to, you know, step up, you know, show some balls, and finally put it back onto the board without a big major. I was hammering them last week. No problem. Kucher 5-1. to one. That was easy. No problem. You know, he was working his way around the course. Hoagie's right there. I love him there. So he does, to... bet, does bet 365
0: off of the top 20 after round one this week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I so I'm... your
0: mortgage play whale bomb is Tom Hoagie top 20 after round one.
1: Absolutely. And I believe he's at plus two eighty, which is the stupidest number I've ever Lock heard it in my up. Life.
0: Lock it up. Dumb. was top five at the fucking pga last week you can't do it at (laughs) the guys the first
1: round machine some guys are like billy horschel sebastian muñez you get these guys that are just that just roll through the first rounds hey uh, you know shout out pga tout you know flex seal all the way but you know it's it it, you know this is these guys some guys just play good during the first round if you like really want to throw a bomb you know like like a long long shot I wouldn't be surprised if you want to throw like a Danny Lee for like 100, 110 to one, because he played well at the RBC Heritage before. Like, that might be if you really feel froggy and you want to leap, like, why not throw like five bucks on big deal? You win like 550, you know, like, easy, easy, easy bet. So, yeah, the guy I'm starting my betting card with
0: and a guy I really like this week, I'll be betting outright top 20 mortgage play, Hammerlock, right. uh, you know, first Flash. round leader fine. Like always just bet the guys you like first round Later, It's bound to work out eventually. I, I know he's, he's decently popular, but I'm going to play Davis fucking Riley. Um, I think this is time to win. I think this is the week where the second PGA tour rookie gets it done. So he's just been playing some unbelievable golf. So he's gone second at Mexico open ninth at Byron 13th at PGA. And I I like the fact that those are three very different events and he's just competed in all of them because his ball striking has been, you know, so profound, like Mexico open, just a bomber's paradise, you know, Byron Nelson birdie fest. And then he backs it up with a top 20 at a PGA championship gained 6.4 on approach five strokes off the tee like those are just some really serious numbers like i just think that his game is in a really good place right now and you know i always like looking at you know the rolling you know reports looking at guys who are trending and he's definitely trending like 24 rounds ago like let let, let me pull it up let me pull it up for the people um, people. but he's his ball striking, is trending, and that's what you look for in a lot of guys. Like Munoz was trending a little bit, Homo was trending a little bit. So a first round leader play, I think he's gonna win. Uh, I gotta fit so um okay, we got it up. What, so Davis Riley, last 24 rounds, he was 48th in ball striking. Okay. Last 12 rounds, seventh last eight rounds, third, yeah, yes. last four rounds, second. That last is week. the definition <laughs> of trending. He's trending yes. towards a win. He's top 20 mortgage play. Love it. Davis Riley this week.
1: Now, I like it because you know what? Like the worst part of this game has been around the green, and that's pretty much going to be irrelevant this week. So you're taking his weakness right off the bat, and you're just like pushing that off the side. What was the number you got him to bet outright? Because I want I want to know that number. I think I got like a
0: fifty-five to one on him on my local, but you could get oh, him fifty wherever
1: you are. But honestly, though, fifty for him to like win, like I, that's really like the books are a little scared. I'm not gonna lie. That that's yeah, kind of a low number, number for him. I mean, I don't expect like. I think it's
0: about fair, but yeah, I think he, he's trending. Books are scared, you know. I, you know,
1: I'm done like guaranteeing someone's gonna win, but. He's gonna win this week, so. but honestly though, even even with that number, you should be able to get a good top twenty number because if he's gonna yeah. contend, yeah, I got a plus
0: two hundred top twenty. Throw two hundred bucks on that, you yeah, know, sure, move why on not? for the you week. Know? You gotta save up ball. a little bankroll. A guy I'm kind of on the fence about, and I kind of want your take on because okay, I just kind of like have given up to a certain expense, But Gary Woodland has really good results at this event. The last two years, he's played it. And he was a much worse golfer then. Um, So last, he went ninth, 14th last two years in way worse form. And now he's coming in, you know, he has a little bit of sporadic results, but, you know, top 40 last week at the PGA, uh, you know, top, you know, 25 at Mexico, you know, has had some shown some great results recently, but he's kind of fell off, but I do not think he can win. So I'm not gonna bet a guy that I literally do not think can win, you know. But what are your kind of takes on Gary Woodland? So,
1: so Gary Woodland's always known for being club down, kind of, you know, hit yeah. the long irons off the tee. That's pretty much his bread and butter. Um, he's had shots. The Honda Classic, I had him. He blew it. He hit that eagle putt there, and like he gave me false hope, which just like ripped my heart out. But. I mean, if you want to play him DFS, maybe you might be able to get some leverage on him, honestly. Maybe a top 20. I mean, you got to look at what he's done as far as, like, the approach game. The approach game's been good, right? Yeah, 2.51 on the PGA Championship. Uh, Mexico, which was pretty much a wide-open fairway, so you can't really take too much into that for the most part. So that's, like, over three strokes. The Masters, he was one stroke over. So he is gaining strokes with the approach. And at the end of the day, you want guys to really be – great on approach here because guys are going to be clubbing down, which means they're going to hit more fairways. I mean, that's just the way it is. These guys are good. You know, they're not you and me clubbing down. We're going to just shank one off the left or right. These guys, when they club down, they're making sure they're going to get to the fairway because that's why they club down. They would go drive every time, but then they're just going to hit into the, the woods and they're going to have to hit over a tree. So um, I, I personally would not take him outright because he hasn't really shown me enough to go outright, but he's been good so if you want to throw him in a top 20 a top 30 you know get a little parlay action you know build that card up i'm all for it yeah but we're gonna
0: see on gary i'm not betting anyone up top my cards wide open like i'm just yeah. betting a guy's a bunch like right well, above 40 to one like it's fine i'm not trying to bet like 100 guys on i'm not trying to bet 100 bucks on someone this week like i'm just trying to keep it chill you know not have too much uh exposure um a little bit but a guy I am betting out right and a guy that legitimately has never won on the pga tour and I'm chasing the win this is a pure chase the win scenario you bet a guy that's mm-hmm. never won before because that's more fun than betting a proven winner and sure. that's Harold varner uh the third I think this could be his week I think he could get it done this week um his best course on tour historically is RBC Heritage. I think it's a decent comp. It's a mm-hmm. shorter positional course yep. with small greens. I think it's a fine comp, you know. So last 2 years he's been top 5 there. Okay, that checks out. That that works. Um made the cut last week at the PGA Championship, game 3.9 on approach, game 4.9 around the green, like lost a little bit off the tee, but He's got to win eventually. Like, why can't it be this week? Like, I'm fine with that. So, at 50-1, to like, I'm fine with a play on him. He's made the cut in his last two appearances, gained a bunch on approach. So, HV3, I'm chasing the first win, and I think it very well could be this week
1: um i you read my mind he's already on my betting card i haven't put it out there yet he's already on there for my outright and i'm playing him for first round leader done he's Um, on the
0: first round leader
1: i mean i'm telling you right now he's gonna come out firing real quick i think this i I honestly i actually do kind of believe you i think this might be his first pga win he he is one of the guys i'm gonna have my outright card i have about four guys that i like for my outright it's H. V. HV3, Hoagie, Webb Simpson, and um, I can't think of the other guy off the top of my head. But I do like Webb Simpson because I think he showed a lot last week at the PGA Championship. And, you know, RBC Heritage Monster, this is that kind of setup for him. I think he's a good guy to throw in there as well. But I really do like HV3 a lot. I will be more than happy to bet him first round, and I'm going to bet him outright too. So I'm, I'm all for it. Love it. We're hitting, We're
0: hitting that. This week, like, I, I, I need a winner.
1: He's finally first victory. He's a dad now. Vibes I'm, are high for him. Things are fun. You know, he just feels invincible. He's fat and jolly, just hitting iron shots left and right. I get it. You know, that's how I was last week. hit huge, a GIRs, huge huge Couldn't HV3 hit a putt. But besides HV3. that, it was great.
0: We need it for HV3. This I think, I think we're going to get it this I'm week. I'm
1: cold. Like, I,
0: full stop, I'm cold right now. Like, I'm, I'm not... Not seeing the board well. I need a winner. I need a first-round leader hit. I need an outright hit. You know, things have been kind of bleak in the in the BK camp. And I'm looking to turn it around because, you know, I got bills to pay. Like, I got rent to pay. Like, I got child care. Like, you know, I got a lot of expenses. And it's tough. It's tough out here. But Webb, no. Webb's a major guy, dude. No, Straight whoa, 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 whoa. Webb
1: whoa, is a major whoa, whoa, whoa. guy.
0: He he doesn't do anything in regular events, he just does it with the
1: majors. Wait, is didn't that- he name his kid after the tournament over at RBC Heritage? Over no, there? Was, he named his kid Wyndham. Oh, Wyndham. Oh, that terrible tournament. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Webb bet him. It's fine. He played. No, great I'll be last on the board week. betting him. I think I think we're buying low on him, so I'm all aboard.
0: Yeah, Webb, he just hasn't shown me enough. I don't think one result of the PGA championship is gonna turn into a win at you know, a good <laughs> yeah, obviously he's been great at all the comp courses, but I think he's a little bit washed up, and I'm just kind of good um okay, on enough. him. So Munoz is kind of the next guy I want to talk about. Oh you know, right. a lot of chatter about <laughs> the first round leader.
1: The PGA like, camp.
0: Like, yo, he's not going to be uh, – like, this is the thing. I might – huge hypocrite, but I think I need to take a stand and I'm not going to bet him first-round leader because Munoz, he's not going to be fucking first-round leader twice in three weeks. No, absolutely It's just not going to fucking no, happen.
1: Never happening.
0: It's not – like, it, it just – things just – it doesn't work like that. Like, yeah, I like Munoz. I bet him outright. Like, I think he has a fine week. I think he's been playing really well. And, again, I think this is a course that suits his game. So, mm-hmm. I'll be there on an outright. But he's not fucking being first-round leader no. twice in three weeks.
1: Like, he's just not. He's not that dude. Like, I like no one's that dude. That's a thing. Like, the be a first-round leader takes big cojones. And, like, you do it. And, and you're pretty much free-swinging. You're rising and firing, as I like to say. You know, like, there's no will. You know, like, you don't care. You're just playing well. Like you see a lot of randos like get that first round lead. Billy Horschel's that dude. Like Billy Horschel. I'm telling you what. Billy Horschel top 20 after first round. Hey, who are you calling? I'm calling town. I'm gonna see if he
0: picks up. I want his, I want it, I wanted to give his take on it. Okay,
1: I gotta wait a phone call here. Oh uh, who you like, you like Billy Hell first round. Top yeah, well, 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 I'm not even saying first round leader. I like him top 20 first round. Because, like, he's a guy that always is in the top five when it comes to first round, you know, scoring and everything that comes along with that. And then even with the RBC Heritage, he's been pretty good with it as well. So, I mean, I not every – see, like, when I put my betting card out there, I don't put out the top 20 because no one has – not everyone has the privilege. Yeah. And, you know, of being in the garden state to, like, be able to bet top 20 like myself every week and cash those. I mean, that's just – you know it is what it is, but you know I I, I eventually throw him out there, and be like, hey, people, top twenty, Matt Kuchar, five to one, it's there for you if you want it, and he gets end up being fourth. Like, you, there's no there's no splitting of the bets, there's no nothing, and I was so and honestly, I was the biggest Matt Kuchar hater for the longest time due to the whole tipping thing. Okay, I worked I worked in the tipping industry for a very long time, casino industry. Like, I I pretty much support my family off tips my entire life. So, like, I, I took I took it to heart when he was stiff in his caddy. So, like, I didn't really like that much. But, you know, I've been making a good amount of money off him the top 20s. He's been battling for me for the first rounds. I mean, he always gets those burry birdie, birdie, birdie. If you look at his scorecards first round, it goes birdie, birdie, birdie at the end. Because that dude doesn't want, to miss, the he he doesn't knows, want to miss the paycheck. He just gets hot. He doesn't want to paycheck. He knows, knows there's people out there.
0: He knows there's people out there who are just banking on a first round top twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he cares about that, <laughs> and yeah. he wants to cash it for the people. So, uh, you know, <laughs> Cooch, didn't you tweet out? You're like, why the fuck isn't Cooch playing this week?
1: Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this course fits him perfectly. It's an invitational. How does Cooch get invited to it? Maybe, maybe he brought people the wrong way. I don't know. You know, Cooch should be in the
0: field, honestly, but unfortunately. He's not. So, you know, we're just going to have to
1: we'll move pivot. on from
0: that. But, you know, lock last week, though, like absolute mortgage yeah. play, lock.
1: Yeah, the dude, the dude, but that was like the kind of thing. Everyone talked about the distance and how it was like you need to be long off the distance. A lot of these guys like answer and Coocher who are short off the tee, they proved that, you know, no one was hitting these par fives. I mean, they are monstrous. Everyone's shooting from the same spot. And you have to just realize that everyone's shooting from the same spot. And these guys are good from those buckets, from those short little shots. Kucher, answer—they were money, and uh, I-, I like answer this week. I think this could be a tournament; he could win. And uh, but don't get me wrong—I'd never get answer right. So okay. leave it as it is. Him and Berger always fuck me constantly. They always do. They always do for whatever reason. So take it for what it is. I'm gonna bet answer, <laughs> ride or die with it. I'm good on answer,
0: like he's literally had one good tournament. Like he's been fundamentally, <laughs> <That's it. laughs> he's been like fundamentally like just not good. Um, oh, okay. And then he has a top 10 at uh, the PGA and everyone's back on him. I'm, I'm good. I'm like good on a to answer. Um, you know, our friend jurors was debating it in our group chat and he's like, you know, Jers is crazy. I, I don't know. How to listen to this, but like, He's so into like chalk and like who's most tipped. He's like, I just can't bet somebody if they're like top three in the most tipped chart. I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. Uh, But yeah, if it's an Abe answer chalk week, he fun. He doesn't always do well in those travelers. You know, he came back, uh, but he's not done great at chalk. I'd like to see a little bit more from him. Mm -hmm. He was fundamentally bad. Top ten at the PGA. I'm good. <laughs> it seems like an A-b answer track, but yeah, I- I'm, I'm just gonna fall anymore. for it.
1: But that's okay. You know, it is what it is. But I get what yours is saying though, because like a lot of the time, you look at the books. I mean, get don't get me wrong. These sports books don't. I tell people this all the time. I worked in casino industry for twelve years. I worked in poker, table games, all that stuff. These places aren't built on giving you money, you know, and they're just setting the trap for me with answer. But I'm going to bite a little bit. I'll bite a little bit because if I miss out on it, then so be it. You know, I'd like I would be so mad if I missed out on it. So I'm going to take a little little nibble on an answer, but I'm kind of taking that HB3 hokey kind of kind of take. I, I, I think those are the guys that might do it this week. I mean, these guys are hungry. I'm all about it, all about it. Chris has got the winners
0: this week um, without a doubt. No question about it. Some guy I'm kind of debating, but I think he's washed up and I don't think he'll win, but 65-1 to 1 is a good number. Jay Rose uh, showing some life recently. Past winner at this event one in 2018 over Brooks Kepka. You know, again, I'm not betting a bunch. I'm not like – not betting a guy you know down the board i'm kind of freed up and can kind of do what i want but at the same no no because i'm going to use the same logic again to answer as as rose rose missed three straight cuts and then fires at the top 13 at the PJ. everyone thinks he's back not so fast i'm looking for trending ball strikers davis riley Harris, Harold Varner, Munoz, one of those three. Probably going to win this week. I hope they do because I really need the money. Um, So, no, out, out on J-Rose. No problem with that. Is there anyone kind of further down the board, uh, you know, 100 to 1 plus that you're looking at? You like maybe a top 40 on them? You like maybe a first-round lead on them, you know, what are your kind of thoughts down the board, kind of in that hundred to one range and and below? Anyone else you want to talk about?
1: So I like Stewart Sink at plus one thirty, top forty. I think he's a guy that you know plays well, like an RBC Heritage. You get the narrow fairways, hit it far, you know, work his way around. I think he's a guy that you can look at getting plus money at uh, at plus one thirty. But also about Justin Rose. So I was at the BMW Championship when it was at Irondomick over in PA. Where he lost to Keegan Bradley in a playoff. I saw one of the greatest chip ins like around the green I ever seen in my entire life. I was right next to him at that time. At that point, I wasn't really following PGA that much. I was just, you know, just firing off at beers and just like, you know, hanging out, being a fan and everything. But uh, he could play really well here. I mean, you got to think a guy like him can work his way around the course, you know. His iron play is pretty good. The putter's old question, but you know what? These greens are going to be pretty easy for these guys. There's not a lot of undulations and everything. And I think that's kind of important. This might favor kind of a, a, a worse putter, if you will. So I think Rose could be into that mix in general. So I kind of like, uh, JJ spawn as well. Plus at plus one thirty. He's another guy that I was looking at that's played real well in Texas. Uh, he's one there. 130. That's another guy I'm looking at. So, plus money at 140 at, at top 40. I think that's kind of the route you got to go. And I think there's good opportunity in that lower range. No, I
0: love it. I like top 40 bets. I think they're great. I just kind of hate depositing money into DraftKings and into FanDuel. So, I usually, you know, stay away from mm-hmm. those. But there's so many great opportunities in the top 40 market. And I'm with you on Stu Sink. Like, 1000, mm-hmm. um, you know, Dave Tyndall. uh, he's a European tipster, he's a great guy. Okay. He called Stu Sink's win at RBC last oh. year because right. he, Stu Sink, fun like always plays well after majors, uh, and okay. he always plays well after majors that he has a good result in. So, again, I bet him 130 to one, just you know, as a bomb, whatever, I'm fine with it, but. I don't think he'll win because it just doesn't work like that. You're chasing something that already happened. But he's been playing well. He's gained on approach in his last four starts, uh, dating back to uh, the Valspar, which he had a seventh-place finish in. 23rd at the PGA, ninth at Wells Fargo. Like, due to grinder. Okay, he's got his son in the bag. And, you know, here's a little take for you. Here's a little narrative for you. He was in the group with JT that went on to win the PGA Championship. You know, he was vibing. You know, he saw what JT did, and he's like, okay, I can't win the PGA Championship, but I can win the Charles Schwab Challenge. So, you know, Stewie Sink, top 40, top 20 to win. I think it's a good bet. I'll be there right with you, Chris, on Stewie Singh.
1: And honestly, though, what about the jacket slam? He, he's going to be available for yeah. that. That's also, that's another factor you have to put into here.
0: Yeah, I test he, I could see him in that jacket.
1: Yeah, that, that, I mean, obviously he's already worn the jacket already. So like you sleeping tonight and thinking about it, it's probably already going to be in your head. So you're welcome. No,
0: I, I love it. Uh, I think he's a, a good play. Um DraftKings, I'm going to keep it light this week, but Adam Shank at $6,000 flat, I'm confused. That makes absolutely no sense to me as to why he's that low. Like he's went ninth, 79th, 41st. Like he made the cut of the PGA championship. That's a lot better than, you know, Cantley, Scotty, you know. They could say, and he's $6,000 flat. I don't really love a lot of people at the top of the board. So it's kind of a little different because I don't really have to go that low. But I think as a guy to just make the cut, Adam Shanks, your guy at literally min price 6K.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got to think about it. So, like, I remember my boy seeing the jad. I, I watched him talking about, you know, the breaking out the DFS and everything. He's like, Adam Shank, he's at 6K. He's like, what the heck? The dude's an absolute monster on bent grass greens putting. I mean, the, the performance has been really good as well. If you're looking at driving, the only problem I have with him is, is his driving distance is not that great. He's about 50% on the driving distance for the most part. But the putter's been pretty hot. The approach game has been good. I mean, I get where he is in that 6K range. Maybe shouldn't be just 6K, but maybe like a 7,000. But you know what? He's really good on Ben Grass-Greens, and if it's going to come down to putting at the end of the week and he's in GIRs, you could cash a big, at least on DFS point. Yeah, love it. It's a play for me. I think he probably will have
0: a little bit of ownership because I think people are are getting there, and I think people are under, like, just confused as to his price so i think that um checks out but again great pod i'm glad you came on tib um i see you got a ping hat on are you like a ping loyalist like Uh, what's your relationship to ping
1: so i'm not sponsored by ping unfortunately i would like to so my my driver and my woods and my hybrid are all ping yeah they're good clubs so so I have the G, what is it? 425. The last year's with the red and the black. So 410.
0: Yeah, I, I have the same The thing.
1: 410. I have the 410. I love them. I'm terrible with the driver, but they make me a lot better. Um, the wood, I like the hybrid better than the fairway wood personally. I hit that a lot better. Um, I would like to eventually get the ping irons, honestly, but yeah, we'll see. You know, for the most part, I'm I'm in the market for new uh irons, so we'll see. Yeah, just buy them,
0: like just get them. Like you'll play better. Like I know I,
1: I'm due. I, it's been a long time, so. I we'll, we'll... like after
0: we hit Munoz first round later an outright this week. It should be pretty easy, um, to be able to buy. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know what I mean. My my daughter's in in the background, so don't mind. Don't Does mind. you want to give a shout out? Hey, do you want to say something? No, you're being shy. No. Yeah. No, you don't want to say. Anything? All right. I'm, I'm... She's All right, gonna
0: well... listen to TIB later. Like yeah, she's... she'll she'll
1: get the recording later. Everything yeah. will be good.
0: And she, her picks this week Stewie Singh, top 40. Um, she likes Munoz, first round leader. Yeah. Um, and she likes Webb, you know, top 20. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, her picks are big. You should tell her she knows what she's doing and, and she's a big TIB fan. So, so go Absolutely. check her, Pop. Well,
1: everything's around. live here. So, that, that's the most important thing at the end of the day. So, everything's going haywire. I appreciate you having me on, though. Which is fantastic. I've been waiting for this day. Uh, no, I, you did, you birth.
0: deserve it, Chris. I, I'm glad you were <laughs> you were able to come on TIB. Yeah. It was a good night. A little bit of a letdown tournament and spot, but money still spends the same if we can find a way to hit a winner. it's
1: all about hokeying HV3 this week. So let's do it. Yeah,
0: I, I I appreciate everyone who checked it out. I appreciate you for coming on, and we'll see you next week for the memorial. Everyone, have a great night.
1: All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take it easy.